Season 6, Episode 10, May the 10th, 2022. Hi, I'm Lewis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will continue this series of eight episodes on Christian arithmetic, part five. Peter said, add to your self-control perseverance. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 7, we read, But also for this very reason, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. In the last episode, we saw in 2 Peter chapter 1 to 4 how he, Peter, pointed out what God has accomplished by saying, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence, by which He has granted to us His precious and very great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. Now he turns to the believer and says, For this very reason, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge. That is a growing understanding, correct insight, and truth properly comprehended and applied. In other words, this Christian virtue involves a diligent study and pursuit of truth in the Word of God. In today's episode, as we did in the last one, we will give closer observation to Peter's admonishment to give all diligence, to add self-control to perseverance, that is conviction of patience or endurance in doing what is right, never giving in to temptation or trial. Perseverance is that staying power that will die before it gives in. It is that Christian virtue which can endure not simply by or with resignation, but vibrant and never dying hope. The Greek word translated patience is epomone, under and abide, nino. In a nuanced way, patience, endurance as to things or circumstance, as to contrast it to long suffering or endurance toward people. Epomone is associated with hope as noted in first Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3 where Paul said remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ and refers to the quality that does not surrender to circumstances or succumb on the trial that is what Peter wrote to encourage his readers to do when he says given all diligence, add to your self-control perseverance. Approaching this subject of perseverance from the broader perspective, honest C. Riesinger said or wrote, 
perseveres is one of our Baptist distinctives, a biblical doctrine that is not held by all of our Christian friends and some other denominations. When our Baptist fathers used the expression, the perseverance of the saints, they meant that a true Christian cannot be ultimately lost. You have heard many polemic arguments and discussions on this topic. Once saved, always saved. There have been many sermons and books written on this subject, says Resinger. A much misrepresented and abused doctrine. Resinger further stated, my approach to this doctrine of the perseverance of the saints would be by making two statements as to just what the biblical, what the Bible teaches on this important subject. The first statement, the Bible teaches that all who are savingly joined to Jesus Christ are kept and preserved for his eternal kingdom. He said, I did not say all who make a profession, but all who are savingly joined to Jesus Christ. Just two passages of scripture that sets forth that truth or this truth of the first statement. That's Romans chapter 8, verse 29, verse 30, verse 35, 38, and 39. Here it is. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers, and I add sisters. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. Those whom he justified, he also glorified. Oh my, that's, that's glorious. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? For I am sure, or I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Our Lord's illustration of this doctrine is found in John chapter 10, a wonderful text, glorious text, John 10, 26 to 29. But you do not believe because you are not of my flock. He was talking to some unbelieving Jews. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. You say, why is this true and biblical that all who are saved and joined to Jesus Christ are kept and preserved for his eternal kingdom? Why? There are three biblical reasons. First, they are kept and preserved because of God's almighty, immutable, unchanging plan and purpose expressed vividly 
in John chapter 6, verse 38 to 39. But Jesus said, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. Secondly, they are kept and preserved because of Christ's purchase and his prayer. He purchased the sheep and he is satisfied with his purchase. Three, the third reason that we are kept and preserved is because of the indwelling power and sealing of the Holy Spirit. Paul said to the Ephesians, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. We will take up Resingo's second statement in our next episode. In the meantime, remember, nothing will be able to separate us, that is, true believers, from the love of God in Christ. Jesus our Lord. That means nothing. And I used to I used to define nothing as a zero with the edges rubbed out. Here is a praise response. It comes to us from Psalm 138 verse 1. I will praise you with all my heart before the gods I will sing praises to you. Well that's it for now. I'm wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up and be glad in it. Good day.